So the consensus for the Mike Trout trade scenario <laughs> is an, a resounding no. I think that we have heard this. Um, but again, I did not make that trade. For everybody who said that I was smoking meth, <laughs> I was not the one that made that trade. Welcome to Chopcast. I'm Griffin. This is Sam. Uh, Will can I, Will can I join us today? Yeah, uh, he's uh, at at the airport. He's quote unquote, um, quote unquote getting on a plane and traveling. Yeah, douchebag. Pretty pretty <laughs> suspiciously close to 9/11 too. Yeah, if I say real. so myself. But yeah. Uh, um, so yeah, like I said just a few seconds ago, I didn't make that trade. Mm. I like that. Um, my thought process when I put that post out was not, I, I love the idea of this trade because I think it could be tweaked to where it could be reasonable, especially mm. if you, you know, making it Otani, um, then it's a lot more reasonable, but I, I, I just thought I haven't posted anything on Chopcast in five days on the Instagram page. Mm. I just saw this article. It's interesting. I think it'll spark a little, you know, debate or whatever. The amount of debate was very little, but the amount of controversy that it mm. sparked was very high. Yeah, um, and, and I thought I. Uh, and and for the for those unaware, those who haven't seen the post, uh, fan sided basically created this trade scenario where it's Mike Trout for Von Grissom, Spencer Strider. Um, jesse franklin and ian anderson so yeah a lot lot of yeah definitely a lot of comments this is my first time seeing the post and i like i honestly don't know what to make of it i don't think i'd want it to be quite honest i think there's way too much uh there's way too much potential especially with strider and uh von grissom but i don't know yeah what so what i would say before we you know kind of dissect that Uh trade a little bit um even though again i don't you know, I wouldn't. I don't agree with it fully, but literally, I just wanted to see what people thought. Thought I might get twenty-something comments. Um, I did not foresee how much attention that post <laughs> would get. Um, the originality in people's responses uh, continued to decline mm. as uh, it went further. Um, it was mainly just no, hell no. Uh, there was a lot of absolutely not, um, and then a few about me smoking various drugs and now <laughs> i'm very high off of this um but i just want to say the i do really appreciate how much like traction and attention this post got i really do appreciate that but in terms of like the absolute hatred of the trade um not the post not talking about this but just the idea of that trade I don't think is as deserved as everyone was giving it. Um, I think that there is, and I'm again, I'm not saying that I agree with the trade fully. I think it could be tweaked to where it could be a reasonable thing, but I think there's a lot, a lot, a lot of recency bias involved in the amount of negativity towards that trade. Um, Because, I don't think anyone cares. I don't think many people care about Jesse Franklin, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, I do believe that he is a guy that is really under the radar and could be kind of like what Grissom has been this year, next year. Yeah. Like he could be kind of a depth piece off the bench 
Um, he had really good production in spring training and has had has been rising in the ranks in the minor leagues. Um, and then in terms of Ian Anderson, I feel like if you're looking if you're talking about recency bias, like a lot of these people have a very negative view of Ian Anderson right now, and a lot of people have given up on him, which I think is stupid. But I'm just saying, mm. you you just throw those two people out. No one no one cares about them right now. Like Strider is a good argument to be upset with. Grissom, mm. I I have loved his production, and I don't want to see him go anywhere. Like he's a great player, but basically you're comparing. You, you we're taking Ian Anderson and Jesse Franklin's worth out of this because I just don't think many people are even considering that right now. <laughs> You're thinking of Strider and Grissom for the best hitter and just pl- baseball player in the world of the last seven something years. Mm. I know there's intangibles involved with this as well. And I love Strider and I love Grissom, but just, this shouldn't have been as a just a completely negative response to this as there was. And I think if you take this post away from like Braves fans, it's more of a 50-50 split on the value. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably a lot of people who like are in the American League or don't see the Braves play as much saying like the Braves have to give up a lot more than that. Um can you run can you uh can you run the uh the trade simulator. Yeah, I can. Um, yeah, I'll throw it together. Because um, I don't think that they make Trout's value. Well, I honestly, even with the trade simulator, Von Grissom might be so like new and like yeah. recent that uh, it might not actually be like. Uh, but that's still part of it, though, um, because. Obviously, we know the player that Austin Riley is now mm-hmm. and we've seen him develop. But, like, Grissom, while it's been incredibly impressive what he's done, we have no idea what type of player he's going to be next year and the year after that and the year after that. Yeah. Like, he's been around for 15 or 16 games in the MLB, and he's done fantastic. Mm. Like, great addition to the team, great – seeming like he's a great clubhouse guy, great energy. I loved his comment about how he said, "I thought I was going to be a Met, and that was going to be terrible." Did you? Yeah, see that? that it was. It was. <laughs> it was mildly similar to like the Denny Echeverria comment. He also like a few years oh, ago, yeah. he said something. So he's like, "I fucking hated him playing in New York." <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like you're, uh, if you, Austin Riley when he came up from AAA was lights out, like got mm. 10 home runs real quick, was basically the saving grace of our lineup in 2019. Quickly descended after that, like, 20-something game stretch, or, mm. like, 20 to 30 games that he was lights out because people figured out, oh, I just have to throw him a slider. Exactly. That's all I got to do. Yeah. Grissom, I will say, has been a little bit more um, encouraging than even, like, what Austin was doing because mm. – people have tried to attack him a bunch of different ways and he's been able to figure out how to attack back. Um, and there's not really one weakness for him so far other than just, he's like young and probably going to swing too often. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like more pitchers have been pulling the string on him. Uh, but he's, I mean, he's hitting, he's hitting super well and he's really fun to watch too. Uh, I'm definitely curious to see how this is going to pan out. Um, 
or if he even does become like a trade piece in that type of scenario, um, which yeah, I assume, which we'll, yeah, which we, yeah, we'll get more into later. We'll address but, later. Yeah. All right, so um, I I did the trade simulator. This is kind of interesting. It has Mike Trout at a minus thirty seven point five trade value, which I don't really? think is is it might be probably has to do with his contract and like. Maybe it has something to do with the injury. I was going to say, it's definitely a combo of contract and injury. Um, Because, I mean, he's, like, hurt all the time. And, you know, like, he's he's not... I will say, if he did join the Braves, I feel like he would have... He does, like, have that... So the main, like, caveat people have with Trout, looking at the recency bias, like I was saying earlier, he has, his last year and a half has been injury-riddled. And I understand that, like... He's definitely not the player, like, consistent. When he's on the field, he is one of, like, top three best players. Yeah, yeah, he's one of the best hitters. He auto-locks on the ball. Like, the the dude doesn't miss. He's incredible. Yeah, but he, now that he has, like, a literal rare bat condition, it does Mm. decrease his value a bunch. And looking at how large his contract is is pretty tough. You would have to assume, in a trade for him, the Angels would have to take like like assume a lot of his contract or else it just wouldn't wouldn't work um yeah so i guess i feel like we're the only i I only had a few comments that were like longer than just no or whatever Mm. and one of those are like and i had people dm me too and they're like obviously trout's one of the best players of all time but uh you have to like what are you assuming about what the angels do with his contract in this situation, which is very valid. Mm-hmm. Um, because, uh, can you look up his contract? Like how much, how many years does he have? Left? Uh, trout contract. Yeah. I feel like he's um, still, yeah. So he, so it says, I imagine this is, yeah. Okay. So in 2019, he signed 12 years, uh, 426 million. So, uh, that's fucking crazy money yeah um, especially for someone that's like never gonna be the same now yeah he makes 35 mil a year good god yeah, yeah. and and so, like if he's you know if it's 2013 that's reasonable but like you're i, I completely forgot about the back thing too like that's gonna that's gonna take him off the yeah. market for a, a long long time yeah, the, the the Angels are gonna have to pay up somehow, mm-hmm. either by literally just paying him and having him rot on their team, or pay him to be. I I mean, it's it's more, it would be much more wise for them if they did trade him and they assumed like even as much as half, yeah. or more of his contract. Like, um, you're not paying for everything, and you're getting some prospects. Like, I, he's probably gonna. I would hope that he gets traded somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah it's still it's it's also tough because it's kind of like the ken griffey like effect where you just watch a guy perform and like be lights out on a team that's just never gonna be good like even i yeah. feel like even shohei recently was talking about how he wants to leave or how he wants to, like he's basically oh, not not that he necessarily that he wants to leave but more so how he's just kind of like dissuaded right now and like doesn't have the drive to like yeah. Yeah. Play I don't for think the Angels. Be, be there much longer. Yeah. Um. If uh. So yeah, it. It's not as ridiculous as people made it out to like, made it out to be. Mm. Um. 
But again, I wouldn't take that trade as a Braves fan, and I don't think Alex Anthopoulos would make that trade, especially with how much like those guys are generating right now, and like the promise that they have. Mm. In, like it doesn't supersede Mike Trout's career. Mike Trout is a better player than any of them ever will be. Mm-hmm. Um, but looking at what he has left to give, I think he's, even with the rare bat condition, I think he's got maybe five, six years of, like, good production. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, he's only... Which is what we'd be trading for. He's only but, 30, right? I'm pretty sure he's only 30 years old. He might be, like, 33. I might be wrong. He's 31. Okay. He like ju- ju- he just turned thirty one like three weeks ago. So gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's it's not he's not old, but he's just seeming that way because he's been with the Angels, just rotting there for so long. Yeah. And now he's you know had all these like injury problems. But mm-hmm. I will say, if he did join the Braves, I get that a lot of the people's frustration with this too is like you're damaging the clubhouse and like the integrity mm-hmm. of the clubhouse. And I get that. Other than you know everybody loves Mike Trout. There's like not. Yeah nobody hates Mike Trout Um, and he's seems like a great guy. Um, But if I think it would be beneficial for him and he would probably be less injured if he were on the Braves because he wouldn't have to play center field anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, I guess it's probably because he wants to more than likely. He's probably stubborn about it. Still play in center, but like you have Michael Harris you just got to, you know, own up to it, be a man, and be like, I can't, you know, bring the production that Michael is bringing out there right now, mm-hmm. who's a 21-year-old stud in, uh, who can move much quicker than Trout can. Mm-hmm. Um, so you'd put him in left. He wouldn't have to move around as much. Um, but, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, would you make this trade for Otani? Oh. Well, if if we could guarantee that we could, if like if you knew that we were going to re-sign him for an extension. I mean, well, think if, if you think about it this way, like you're getting a pitcher and a batter. So basically, like you're. I mean, because I, I was thinking more more about it from the perspective, like you lose you know grissom in the field you lose strider on the mound but then you gain both back in one person um yeah so i would i think um and honestly like we can talk about this a little more but with von grissom like he's great but he's only been playing in the majors for like a few weeks and i feel like a lot of people like you know myself included at times like are tending to forget this that you know he has a lot of time to like still fuck up and could get into you know slumps and stuff and might not be like this like crazy sample size that we've seen uh but obviously you know hoping that that's not the case but um i think for otani yeah i would um and then ian anderson i mean that's just like ian's a tough cookie right now because you know obviously you love the guy but he is just I, i feel like he's just like his performance has just gone down so drastically and it doesn't look like it's getting much better, at least for now. Um, hopefully the miners kind of readjust him and like rides the ship. But uh, yeah, I don't know. That's kind of my thought on it. Yeah. Mm. I do think Ian's going to bounce back. He's mm. got too good of stuff. Um, 
And I mean, he's not like a head case like Fultonevich, who's just an actual yeah. psychopath. Yeah, that was not, tough. He's not like got as jittery and got as many nerves as somebody like Sean Newcomb. Mm-hmm. I think he just once he works some stuff out, it probably won't be this year. If it is, I'll be surprised. But I I feel like he'll be like up and running again next year, at least mm-hmm. at some point. Um, so I wouldn't like to get rid of him, but we also just have so much depth in the pitching area. And if you're talking about Otani, who's like a top three player in the MLB right now, mm-hmm. who's also like a top 20-ish pitcher, mm-hmm. um, then, I mean, like I'm not going to hold on to Ian if we have the chance for Otani. Um, my main issue, and if we could, like, you know, tweak the trade somehow – would be to take Strider out of the equation um, and put I like I would I like sell House on a, like the, a number of our pitchers like I would give with Franklin and Grissom and Ian I would also be willing to give like Muller and mm-hmm. Elder and Tarnock mm-hmm. like if they would take that for mm-hmm. Otani yeah because I mean I I. I can't even guess Atani's trade value, but I'll take a peek. Um, and look at uh, Striders uh, specifically too. I don't know. Yeah. So Otani's, they've got him at an eighty point four trade value. Um, I think Strider cool. was like thirty or something like that. Yeah, Strider's thirty six point five. So I mean, if you do, I mean, granted, there's intangibles, but you know, from this website alone, if you do a Grissom Strider combo, that's about eighty. And Otani's about eighty, so just for reference. Yeah, but I'm, I I definitely like speaking of all this pretty hypothetically. Yeah. Um, because especially you know Otani's got a year left on on his contract, and I wouldn't trade all of that for you know just the hypothetical of re-signing him. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I I really feel like unless he gets traded next year to a team that he really likes. Um, I really feel like he's going to test the, the waters with free agency mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah. Um, See, that's even though, I mean, he wants to be on a winning team. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also, I, 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 I'm hypothesizing that he's not going to get paid as much as people think he's going to, because, I feel like he values winning a lot more than he does money. Mm. Yeah, I feel like that's uh, become very apparent in like recent months too. So I mean, I, it's definitely still going to be like over the 150 million mark, but I don't think it's going to be like one of the top five biggest contracts. That's just yeah. my hot take on it. But um. But yeah, as for now, love having all those guys in the Braves organization. Um, if you like, if those are pretty much, that's a, a package I would only give up for a top five player in the game. But, um, yeah. And I've loved what Grissom's done. Strider is one of my new favorite Braves. I love the guy. No, he's uh, he's awesome. He just posts so like relatable and uh, funny shit on his Instagram and his story too. Strider um, does. I, I'm I'm yeah, off the gram, so I have to uh, I have to check occasionally. But but he just it's also like he just puts stuff on there that makes him look like a human being. Um, yeah, that's hype. And like he put uh I don't know how popular the song is. I don't. It's like a, an indie song. 
and it's I don't it's not super popular. It's got millions of streams, like a couple million streams on Spotify, but it's like uh, been like one of my favorite indie songs from the past year. Oh yeah, he just put it up on his story like uh, yesterday, and that was the only thing. And I've never heard anybody talk about that song before. Mm. Um, I have a crush on Spencer Strider. Is definitely, what I'm trying to say. I feel <laughs> I feel like all of Braves country definitely does. I, I love what they do mm. on Twitter. Um, I, I am still on Twitter, but. Uh, how they make like the profile uh, of the Braves account, like they'll put a mustache on it on days that you know Spencer's starting. Uh, also, they did like a mustache handout or a giveaway at one of the game, like recent games. Give out like fifteen thousand yeah. mustache or fake mustaches. <laughs> just so good. Yeah. Like whoever thought of that idea, just killing it. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't ever want to lose him. I, I want him to be a brave forever. And I yeah. think he kind of feels the same way right now. Yeah. He also, I mean, he also just talk about like rapid ascents. Like he, he was, in, yeah. he was on the world series roster last year and started in single a. So I don't know. I guess. Yeah. Low a. I, yeah for real. Like the, the brave scouting department is definitely onto something here. Uh, between that and Grissom yeah, and keep... uh, just the young talent just fucking springing on and um, just coming out of the woodworks. Yeah. I see. I wonder if like, um, I wonder if they learned anything from like Drew Waters and Pache, you know? Because like, mean, they had to yeah. at least a little bit. Um, it's so weird to think. I mean, well, that's just kind of how baseball works too. Mm-hmm. But like, it's just you know, the the two guys or the three guys that we had in the top one hundred prospects. Yeah. Last two years ago. Are all on different teams now Mm -hmm. and two of them i don't think are going to have a career uh, or it's going to be it's going to take a while longer shay langoliers is looking like he's going to be a stud Uh, yeah how how has he been doing so far i haven't really been following him too much um he's he came up to the mlb like two weeks ago yeah very i haven't seen i haven't seen his numbers but i did see like on the very first pitch that he saw he got a hit. Yeah, that's that's um, awesome. But okay, yeah, I'm looking at his baseball reference right now. Um, looks like he on Oakland. He's batting 256. Um, obviously, small sample size, but uh, I mean, that's pretty good for a catcher still. Though. Yeah, 43 abs. Um, so yeah, that's a yeah, yeah I mean, not bad he, at all. I think he's gonna be he's gonna be a stud i mean yeah i was so i was so excited for him but obviously we lucked out with william Contreras. And, uh, yeah yeah that was also a interesting you know grab by the braves administration to because i mean we basically hedged our bet on uh or we bet on william Contreras before the season started because we traded langoliers for olsen so we hadn't really yeah. even seen what Contreras was like fully capable of until the season yeah. started like that's I mean, yeah, I guess it we also out. had rolled the dice a little. We had the uh, the insurance with Pena, which oh, was yeah. only around for like two weeks before he got injured. Yeah, for the year. yeah. Um, I for, yeah, I forgot about Manny Pena. That is super yeah. random. <laughs> super <laughs> random. We got him in, like next year too. Mm, yeah, he's um, on a two year. So, but enough about uh, hypothetical trade scenarios. Mm, um, as fun as they are. I mean, so we'll talk about this briefly, uh, and then kind of uh, like a, the, uh, mainly just a couple 
of the bigger stories or things that happened um, from the Pirates and the Cardinals series. We're recording this during the game, during the third game mm-hmm. of the Cardinals series, uh, which nothing has happened so far. Yeah, it's uh, is, it was a rain delay to start, right? And now it's just not yeah, literally nothing. We're in the sixth inning. We have six hits. They have no hits. And we haven't scored. Don't, uh, we don't, we don't talk. Dude, I, I knew you were going to say it too. I was like, I was like, <laughs> I was like at the box score. Shoot. I was like at the box score and I'm like, oh shit. Like, no way. <laughs> <laughs> we're going in the sixth inning. Something's Dude, happening. Who's pitching? Jake fucking Odorizzi. Yeah. Can you, can you imagine? Honestly, I hope this doesn't happen because that would that would put way too much faith in, in Jake Edrizzi's hands. Dude, what the hell is going on? This we need the, to finish this episode and then watch. watch I was the end I was gonna game. say this is gonna be a very interesting one to cover. I mean, the fucked you know the fucked other side of that coin is the fact that we have six hits and no action. But yeah, that's yeah, pretty tough. It is what it is. Um, the hits are coming from Harris is two for two right now. Rosario's got a hit. Darno's two for three. Riley's one for three. Mm. Um, Jake Odorizzi. Mm. What a He's character. 66 pitches. He said 66 pitches through five innings. He's about to start the sixth. And mm. Wainwright's at 84 pitches. Dude, Wayne is not. Wayne is too old for this man. Yeah, he's ridiculous um but yeah pirate series who cares we swept them that was good we struggled in the as first we game, which was kind of yeah. tough to watch um but then we came back and then realized that it was the pirates um matt olson got the first ever home run into the river at pnc park as a uh, as a brave mm-hmm. um the only brave to the only it. brave to do it yeah it was, yeah. A, it was um, a mammoth too yeah O'Neill Cruz hit the fastest ball in MLB recorded stat cast or whatever. He also murdered three people. In a, in a drunk driving. <laughs> Dude, every L- time lest he we, shows Lest up, we forget about. Yeah. <laughs> every time that, like, uh, when I was working at the bar um, on Thursday, there like there wasn't a game that day. They were just showing highlights from the Wednesday day game. Mm-hmm. And I was just talking to one of the guys. And I was like, you know who O'Neill Cruz is? He's like, oh yeah. And he's like, you know he killed three guys. And he's like, yeah, he was the only person that was like, yeah, I did know that. Yeah. <laughs> that was a like, big thing, wasn't oh. it? Oh, <laughs> yeah, actually, unreal. What I mean, yeah, that's. But he's a freak of nature. Yeah, I was so gonna it say it doesn't matter. He gets off scot free because he can throw a ball like a million miles per hour and hit and hit it yeah. even harder. It's fine if he does that, but if Ozuna gets pulled over for like a .03 BAC, no, dude, fuck it, yeah, um, all right, yeah, um, but uh, and then Cardinal series first game, we absolutely just squashed them. Um, yeah. that was really fun to watch. Um, second game, you know, can't like, you know, it's so hard to just watch closers do their thing and when they suck and when they, when they don't have it you just hate them so much you just get so angry yeah. um but i mean i wasn't i just when he started walking people uh like when kenley doesn't have it he doesn't have it oh yeah and 
He's one of he's one of those closers you just know off the first pitch what's gonna happen too. Yeah. yeah, but he he almost got out of the jam. He had runners at first and third. Um, he had just walked in, or no, he did. He had he had a, little, a bunch of opportunities to come back, and he just couldn't. Um, but he, I think his first batter was Newt Bar, and he got Newt Bar out. USC and guy. He, Fun fact. Oh really? Mm-hmm, yeah. He's got a silly name. He does have um, a silly name. But uh, second batter was Brendan Donovan, and he like three balls just nowhere near the zone. Mm. Got back to a three-two count. Just grooved one right down the middle, and then got a double. Um, and then uh, wild pitch got him over the third. Uh, he walked Goldschmidt, and then he had an 0-2 count on Arenado. Arenado just couldn't find the ball. Mm. And then he hit Arenado on an 0-2 count, loaded the bases, one out, and had Tyler O'Neill or, or no, fuck, what was? Okay, <laughs> hold on, just one second, uh, bear with me. So, Corey Dickerson was before Tyler O'Neill. Uh, the bases were loaded, and Kenley threw one like at the top of the zone, kind of outside of the zone. Mm-hmm. And Corey, like, got over the ball, and it was a grounder, but it was one of those grounders that was just so bad that it was good. Like, it just hit at the top, like, bounced one time, and then just died. And Dainsby just had no time. Yeah, to no. It over to the first. No chance. Um, and then Kenley walked it in, and against Tyler O'Neill, and then it just pisses me off so much when they, like, go wild for a walk-off walk. Dude, It's like, yeah. I, I know I couldn't have done that. I would have swung, but mm. I could have done <laughs> it. I literally, like, I, I could have just stood in the box, just, waited uh, yeah. four pitches, <laughs> and then just lost my shit. Um, but, yeah, it just pissed me off seeing them all celebrate after that. Yeah. Um, I, and we got yeah. to, to M- Montgomery, too, uh, who... Has had a point three five ERA. He's he's been un yeah he's years. been unbelievable. We kind of let him up. It just disappointing. Yeah. I was I was bummed about that worst. game. I was bummed about that game too because I I watched the first like six or seven innings and then um, I went out and did not get to see the end of the game and I opened up Twitter like on the on the subway and you know that have you seen that account? It's like. It's called like MLB images that precede like unfortunate events or something like that. Uh, I... uh, it was so it was a screenshot of uh, like a, like ATL Sports Talk or something. They said like, oh, the Cardinals are such a sweepable team. Like we're gonna sweep them. And I had left the game when we were like up by like a good amount of runs. I think it was. It was well, actually five zero at one point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Maybe four zero. And then it was. I think it was five zero or five one. And then they got like they pulled it to five four essentially. Uh, Oh, yeah, I think shit. they had two two run homers. Fucking oh my god! Did you just see that? No, I didn't. What happened? Nude bar home run. First hit of the game. Oh wow. my! That's because I made fun of his stupid name, dude. I literally just turned this on as well. Turn it off. Turn <laughs> it off. Turn it off. <laughs> no. <laughs> I just that that is just classic. I mean, I, I I'm a full like I'm a full baseball like superstition guy, and this is the shit that just completely like 
makes it real. I, I've probably watched five pitches. <laughs> <laughs> I've probably watched four or five pitches, and it's like this guy just squeaks a home run. It literally looked like it was going foul. It snuck out. Ugh, I hate the Cardinals. They have devil magic. I really like. I I don't hate them that much when they're not playing us, and then w- once we play them, I just like despise them. Oh, it barely it barely snuck out too. That is so annoying. There were two outs when that happened. Two outs. Good God, that's the first hit. First hit too. Well, we got to get Wayne right out of the game. Yeah. Like instantly. This this would be Uh, this would be a tough one to lose for sure. Oh my God. So so was yesterday. Um, No. No, he's not. But yeah, so. Another uh, big talking point that throughout both of these series is that Ozuna has not been in the batter's box or on the field once, um, which is really interesting. Uh, I mean, not like shocking at all. Yeah. Um, but the fact that it's just weird. I guess they were just. I don't know what they were trying to do. There's a number of things that are off the top of my head, but like it was weird that they started him in the last game of the Astros series. And then yesterday, when Acuna was sore and they didn't want Rosario playing because I guess he was kind of sore too, um, they put Heredia in, mm. who is, is awful. Right so now. bad. He, I somebody, don't somebody, I don't think like there's a colder the player. Uh... <laughs> I put the lineup for that game up yesterday. And I was like, Acuna's out, Rosario's out of the starting lineup, and Reddy is in. Let's see what happens. And then mm. one of the comments was like, he needs to play more often. No, he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> he, he doesn't. Like, we're not – we don't if, – if there's a moment where we are dependent on him for a big hit, that's bad. Yeah, like, no, he's, he's, not, he's not the guy. I mean, he could probably squeak one out occasionally, but he, he just looks so lost in the box. And – He's one of those guys you can tell just like, uh, you know, oh, he just gave up another hit. Fantastic. Um, he's one of those guys that comes up to the plate and you know. Turn fans. the TV off. Dude, no. I'm, <laughs> I'm locked in. Uh, if, if there's another hit or another issue, I'll turn it off. But, uh, no, he's one of those guys that gets into the box and you know fans of other teams are like, there's no reason this person should get a hit. And they're right. So, um, I don't know. Maybe the dugout's for him. Yeah. Um. I definitely don't think that someone was talking about like DFAing him or just cutting him. I don't think we should do that. Yeah, no. I mean, he's still got like base stealing value if we need it in the postseason or like defensive mm. replacement, whatever. Um, and he's just you would just ruin not ruin, but you take a lot of that energy out of the clubhouse. Um, I do think at this point some of the older guys just kind of find it find him kind of annoying. But he still mm. like feeds some energy to the the younger guys. Yeah, I feel like the stick so. might the stick might be up after this season. It might have run its yeah, course. I, I, I don't yeah. I don't think we're re-signing him after yeah. after this year. Yeah, a lot of the value's gone and um, a lot of his magic's gone. But um, yeah, Ozuna, no idea what our plan is with him. You know, like there was mm-hmm. a, there were there there were those reports that we're saying that we were planning on releasing him. Um, but we've just basically been figuring out this whole year, what are we going to do with him? Mm-hmm. Um, I honestly feel like, because it, it turned out really like that the 
the the DUI got downgraded. He was at a really low BAC level. Like the irresponsibility is still, you know, you can't really avoid yeah, that. Yeah. It's still kind of showing why we don't want to have him on the team anymore. Um, other than just you know production is really bad in general. Mm-hmm. Um, but did like did you know that we tried to move him in the trade deadline? I actually did not know that, but we tried to move him for Avicel Garcia from the Marlins from, who uh, also yeah. sucks. Um just I think yeah, I think change of scenery. I think the Braves are just like in unload mode with him, but it's like I mean, there's I, I was actually about to look at his trade value on this uh on this it's baseball trade value. Yeah, it's got to be. I mean, I I would be shocked if it's anything more than like negative 40. Uh Um that dude yeah. gets anything that's not a fastball and he cannot hit it. Yeah, it's uh, minus thirty three point four. Ouch. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which is not 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 super good. They also have Matt Olson at a negative twenty five, which doesn't really make a lot of sense. But I guess they just his contract his contract is too large. Still, I don't know. I yeah. disagree with that one. I, but, I disagree uh, with that heavy. But yeah, I I you know you bring up a good point. It's like what do the Braves even do at this point? Like, is there, you know, what, what is reasonable, what is not? So he's basically just, I mean, I guess his only real value is like, if you need him off the bench against somebody who is an only fastball thrower mm-hmm. um, in the postseason, <laughs> and like, just, you know, he's a better bench bat than some people. I guess mm. he's better bench bat than like Ryan Goins or like most, you know, Alex Dickerson or whatever mm. from our triple a, um, like he does, like you can see from his, his, uh, his numbers, like he runs into homers because of the way he swings and because he basically just times himself up for fastballs only. Yeah. Um, so it'll happen like once every 20 or 30 ABs yeah. going to hit a homer. So I guess that's the only thing that you can. Yeah, but yeah, this is only value. It's 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 really tough to watch. So I mean, I, I don't think he'll be on the roster next season. Honestly, by the end of this season, uh, yeah. he might not even be. Uh, I think yeah, if we find a better option, like once Ozzy's back, I feel like he's primed to get DFA'd. Yeah. Um, he's Grissom has basically become his replacement. Um, yeah yeah and i think that like i know we kind of have some like questions lined up and i don't want to hop into it too quickly but i feel like von grissom might take over that like dh spot more often that ozuna was filling in once albies is back uh yeah so yeah like especially with grossman and rosario's better production now too mm -hmm, yeah um yeah it's been really underrated like, uh, yeah, no, he I has been continually he, forgotten about him. He has he he's a very uh he's much more reliable as a hitter than I realized he'd be. Um, I I and gotta say like, like I, yeah I had the faith in Alex Anthopoulos to make this happen because he just turns like you know 180 hitters into gods or something. But yeah, it it has been fun to watch him. But like his whole value was that he was doing really well from the right side of the plate. Yeah. Um, and he was awful on the left, and he's. He had that sh- the the game that we lost to the Mets, but we got close. He got that three run homer against Scherzer from the left side of the plate, mm. and he's just a really like hard like 
uh, nose to the grindstone type of player. Like he sprints mm. all the time, everywhere, mm. and he's like always backing people up. Um, even just like casual throws over to first from short, I mm. see him like at least jogging over behind Matt Olson, um, or just heading that direction. Mm. But he's been a really welcome player on the team, and like mm. the you know the fact that he's producing from the left side too he's become more than just a bench bat mm. and like an actual solid player in the lineup um but yeah so um before we gonna get into some questions that we got from i just i see that nolan arenado just scored i'm not watching I, I i'm not watching but i did check the score and saw i, I think uh yeah, I think Odorizzi's, uh, like, you know, once the wheels start shaking, like, it's... Uh, I mean, get, it, it's a fight. good sign, at least. I'm yeah, not they, I'm not going to get angry at him for this, going to no-hitter through five innings. Yeah. Um, but we got to do something with Wainwright. Yeah, man, this is... You, you cannot let him... Go. Yeah, they've it's gotten four, four hits in this inning. It's tough, man. Yeah. It's always when, um, you, it's always when you recognize that it's, that it's happening. Like, I, I don't know, like the re- the re- I don't know, like the reasonable uh, inning to start believing in a no hitter, but I feel like it's usually like the sixth inning when it when it becomes like legit. Yeah, more of a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Utterus, he shut that down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Shut down all the hopes and stuff. Um. But uh, looking at our the people that we're chasing, um. While we went and played the Pirates and now the Cardinals, the the Mets went and played the Yankees and the Rockies, um, which is honestly like that that should have been a pretty whole easy stretch for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and they went, they lost both the Yankees and they went two out of three with the Rockies, so they went two and two and three, mm-hmm. two and three, um, which. After this game, I don't think we gain, we're gaining any ground after the week, which is disappointing. Because um, yeah, if we lose, which is looking like what's going to happen, if we win, bet to back to two games again. Um, but three is still not bad, as long as you're still maintaining as many games as you have left with them. That's you know all I can hope for. Yeah. Um. But uh. This kind of goes into, so we're going to start doing question like fan questions, picking a couple from what we get on the Instagram page and talking about them each week, um, which I guess we'll just start with that one then since it's applicable to mm-hmm. what I just said. But uh, someone someone asked, will the Mets met? What do you think? Always, always worth considering. Um, I don't think they're going to this year. I think it's. I think this is a very new Mets team. Um, also, <clears throat> if I may, uh, let's just run through their schedule in September because it's actually like a fucking joke. They're, I don't think – like the, the Braves actually have like a decently easier uh, net rest, mm. of like rest of the season schedule. But they have – okay, so for the Mets, they have a Dodgers series coming up, which will be – honestly really good and then after that it's nationals pirates marlins cubs pirates brewers a's marlins yeah yeah 
So, like, they're... That's about as easy as it gets. Yeah, other than the, like... I mean, even the Brewers aren't aren't even really... I mean, they're they're good, but they're not great this year. Uh, they... I think the Mets are about to go on a, like... I could see them pulling, like, a 20-win September. So, if we want to keep pace, it might be a little tricky, but I don't think they're gonna... I don't think they're gonna collapse this year. I think they're, they're carrying this to the postseason, and they're a juggernaut, unfortunately. Yeah, I I would agree. I think I mean I still don't. I think that the division is still within reach for us, but mm-hmm. it's not going to be the Mets metting. It's going to be us having to beat them. Yeah, um, that's a good that's a good spin. Like last year, you know we you know we turned the gas on, but we were also an 88 win team that won the division by like three or four games. Yeah, um, because the Mets and the Phillies. We're feeling extra generous and uh, handed us the division pretty much. Yeah. Um, but at this point, I mean, we're a top, like we're fourth in the power rankings in terms of overall record. We have the fourth best record in the MLB. Um, it's kind of like last year with the Giants and the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. It's really just, there's not anything that we can do at this point other than just try to keep winning um and play our own game if we don't get the division that sucks and it's going to affect us in the postseason at least a little bit um but yeah i don't i don't i really don't think the mets are going to do that well in the postseason um yeah i i think you might be right on that i feel like they're going to collapse a little bit um they're a very good team but I do think that they have been getting fairly lucky in a number of games mm-hmm. and when the lights are, you know, all on and the pressure is the highest. I don't know. I don't know if they have what it takes. Um, it's definitely a prove it kind of season for them. Uh, but yeah, they, they, they are, they're not going to fall apart, especially with the schedule that they have left. That's a huge thing to factor in. Mm-hmm. And we don't have, super difficult schedule like we have the rockies at home who are buns mm-hmm. um we got the marlins at home which are buns the athletics who are buns also buns um, yes mariners who are good at seattle so that'll be an interesting series i also that's, a, that's i wanted to go to those games and mm-hmm. i'll still like look at flights but they're just it's fucking expensive yeah it's um, not cheap but uh, I tried to, like, if the rotation keeps going the way that it does, like, the there's not potential starters for it. Like, the potential starters cuts off after the A's series. But mm-hmm. if this rotation perfectly functioned and there were no injuries or setbacks or subs- substitutions or whatever, it would be the first game would be... Um, Morton versus Robbie Ray, which is a little mm-hmm. in their favor. Yeah. Um, Robbie Ray's been incredible terrible. recently, too. Yeah, I mean, he's been up and down this year, but when he's really when he's good, he's really good. Um, and then the second game would be Oda Rizzi versus Kirby, who Kirby's been like a, a AL Rookie of the Year candidate. Mm-hmm. Um, and Oda Rizzi, who, who the hell knows? I mean, you might get a no-hitter until the – he might give up four home runs in the first two innings and then the third mariners game would be freed versus marco gonzalez which is 
very in our favor. Mm-hmm. So if you get at least two out of three, that you're doing well there. And then the Giants, which the Giants, like if you, it's just a roll of the dice pretty much. Like yeah, you, you, we have three game series and it's at Oracle Park. Um, it's like you either get the back end of their bol- their uh, rotation and it's just pretty easy and they're a depressed depressing team right yeah they, they're they're like they're they're i feel like last season was unfortunately a bit fluky for them um, yeah they also just got a very tough tough spot having to play a wild card against the dodgers but yeah this makes me like so so annoyed too because like jog peterson would have been such an amazing trade deadline acquisition and they're probably not even going to make the playoffs this year um, yeah and but, carlos were done as well yeah that too about him. But so that's the roll of the dice. Like you could theoretically have to face Rodon and Logan Webb, mm-hmm. and then like one other person, or you could get three not great starters. Um, and like at this point in the season two, they're probably just going to be playing spoiler. So it's just like they have. It's like fuck it, just play your heart out, mm-hmm. try to increase your value for next year, like Jock's probably going to do. And then you got the Phillies. Uh, at home, the Nationals, the Phillies. It goes Nationals, Phillies, Nationals, Phillies. Um, which the Nationals is good. The Phillies, I think, you know, we have to play them at Citizens Bank Park like, for a four-game series. Um, and then we got the Mets and then the Marlins. So, yeah, it's going to have to be us beating them, not them beating themselves, because they're going to have to beat themselves up real hard if they're going to falter with the schedule they have left. Um, Yeah, I mean, it would be very funny to watch just a monumental class. Oh, I would love it, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) but, like, is it realistic? No. Um, Mm -mm. I'm also a little worried about those, like, national series, you know, for us, because they are pests, and, like, they do... yeah, and they do tend to just, like, take games, um, or we tend, honestly, more so, we just tend to lose games like that that are, just have no business losing. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see, though. I, I think that it is it is reasonable to assume and probably, like, something we should, you know, get used to at this point, that the Braves are probably going to be a wild card. Um, and, yeah, lower the expectations, and then, you know, if, if they get exceeded, perfect. Yeah, I'm still wholeheartedly, you know, believing in the division. Like, I don't. We're already in the postseason at this point. It's yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, but um, yeah, really wanting the division. Um, mm. Another question that's uh, applicable is, could Degrom really come to Atlanta next year? What do you think? No, I I think I think they're gonna pay king's ransom for him and then he's gonna get injured in the preseason and yeah like also i mean realistically with the injury stuff like do you even i know it's i know it's a fucking crazy thing to ask like do you even want Degrom? but like with injury history it's I the mean, same thing as trout too. yeah I feel, I feel like that's a reasonable question it's like you know you're taking on a lot of money probably a large contract uh all the anticipation and expectation and i feel like he's just been in and out of injuries especially the past like year or two uh, I mean, obviously it'd be great to have him, but I, I don't know. I, I just don't see it happening. Yeah. My answer for that is more than likely no. Mm. Um, but if the Mets 
falter. Like I, I, I think it, the chances increase with either or of these things happening. Mm-hmm. If they don't win the division, like if we storm back and win the division, increases the chances of him just going anywhere else right. in general, not being on the Mets anymore. Or if they lose in the first round of the playoffs that they have, I think that if both of those things happen, especially that increases his likelihood of leaving by a lot mm-hmm. because he's been frustrated in New York for a long time. Like there's a you know extensive history of how little run support he gets there. Yeah. And he might just like, he's apparently like, he's just not even like a really big fan of New York in general too. And like, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. More than likely, he's still going to stay there because they have all the money in the world now, and they're just yeah. going to throw it at him. They don't. That's care yeah. That's what I was risk. thinking. They're gonna. They're just going to throw money at him. Uh, but he, he. It really depends on how much. Like, there's like, got to be a threshold for him, and I know there is for most players where it's like valuing winning versus money. Yeah. And it's like how much could the Braves or another team that's like like a very winning team get to a level of money where he can like you know, the opportunity cost of the money that he would miss out on in New York um, is less to him than the opportunity cost of, like, continuing to be on the Mets and them to keep fucking stuff up and, like, not mm. getting the World Series ring and whatever. Um, so more than likely, no. But mm. it will become very interesting if the Mets fall flat on their face when it comes to the postseason and the division. Um so, this next one: Would it be possible to put Grissom in left once in left field once Ozzy is back and looking at next season, if Dansby signs, could he play in left field consistently then? What do you think? No, no, I don't think so. I mean, it would be he definitely probably has the speed and talent. Like honestly, like. I can play left field. You know, I, 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 feel, I feel like most people could, but the thing is he's very clearly like a shortstop slash second baseman by trade. And if he was utilized in the lineup uh, with like a Dansby extension or, you know, Ozzy coming back, I think it's mostly just going to be in the DH. Um, but I mean, we have seen crazier things. Like I want, I went to a game where William Contreras played in the left field. So you never know. It could be, you know, worth starting. I guess it also just comes down to, like, his, like, you know, what he wants. Uh, feels like it's realistic or not. Yeah. I think at this point, he's just wanting to be on the team more than anything. Yeah. So he'll play pretty much anywhere that they put him. Yeah. Um, I think it is a possibility that he could go to left. Mm. Um, I, I definitely think that we're going to DFA Ozuna mm. uh, by next the start of next season. We have Rosario for an extra year, um, and he's still just kind of a platoon player yeah. at this point. Um, and he could be DH as well because, I mean, he's not that great with the glove. Uh, but then you also have to factor in Contreras, who could be – you could just switch him and Darno out. Mm-hmm. Is this Darno's last year on his contract, or he has, does he have one more? I want to say he has another year, but I can I can double-check. Because okay. that's another thing that could factor into this as well. Yeah, he uh, signed. He signed a uh, twenty-two, um, two years, sixteen million. So I guess we have him through next year. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. Um. 
I think it is a possibility, and like, I think when he was first coming up, he was listed as like shortstop slash outfield. Um, mm-hmm. So like utility, almost. Yeah, I I think it's I think it's a reasonable thing. I think he likes being in the infield a lot more. Yeah. Um, but I mean, obviously, you'd rather put him out there than I the than Ozzy or. Dansby, mm-hmm. Austin, um, and I mean, if, if you can put Austin Riley in left field, yeah, you can I think that. you can put Von Grissom. Well, that, that's the thing. Like, there's no question that he could play left field. Like, they they'll absolutely throw him out there. I feel like it's it's. I think. I it mean, comes... we put Contreras out there. Yeah, too. exactly. Like, they, he he can definitely play in left field. Like most people can play left field. I think it just is. You know, how does that? You know affect him. Do, yeah how does that affect him does it like screw up the psyche does it change the skill set is it like do the lines get blurred like is being a utility player like a bad thing like are you pigeonholed at that point um in terms of just like you know like you know i i feel like you want to be the guy with the specialty and mm. i don't know maybe if it's our, <clears throat> the greater good i could see it but i'm honestly leaning i'm leaning no but i wouldn't mind seeing it that's kind of yeah, I think it's thought. something that could happen and has like I mean there's not some a bunch super wrong with it but I don't think it's something that you should plan on like I don't right. I feel like you shouldn't be like yeah we're going to start him in left next year I feel like mm-hmm. that's just if you have to um so I would still want us to go and sign another bat who's like consistent and and we're also talking about a kid who's played 15 16 games too so mm-hmm. We don't need to rely on him for next year because we also have a lot of control for him. Just go out and get somebody for a two-year contract who's, you know, proven um, and throw them either in left field or in DH. Um, but then, so the other the second half of this question is, if Dansby doesn't sign, do we put Grissom at shortstop or get a free agent? Well, I mean... So you're I, just the short position. Well, yeah, I mean, Vaughn's a shortstop. Like, that's his that's yeah. his original position. So I can definitely see him filling in that spot. I feel like what's most realistic or what's most likely to happen is if we lose um, Dansby, they'll, we'll definitely sign a shortstop. Like, I, I don't think, uh, at least for like a one or two year contract, I think Vaughn Grissom kind of makes it a little like hazy, uh, which honestly isn't a bad thing. Like having a young guy that, probably isn't going to have a huge contract being able to fill in those shoes. But I think the bigger concern here is like, I'm just going to pretend like uh, at this point, I'm just going to pretend like there's no doubt we're re-signing Dansby and, you know, hope that happens. And I just hope this is a situation we don't have to worry but about. So in, in this, in this hypothetical, you would rather sign a free agent or. No, I mean, I'd rather, ke- I'd rather keep, I'd rather keep Dansby, but if Dansby walks, I think that the Braves... you know, this is, uh, yeah. 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 If but Dansby gone. if Dansby's going, I think best case is Braves sign, like, you know, like a, not like an all-star, but you know, someone good for a year or two and then see what happens. Uh, I don't know. I just, I, I don't think you can, I don't think you can put all of that pressure on Vaughn to perform. Yeah. We also don't I even know agree. if he could. Yeah, I would agree that I don't think he should be the starting shortstop in mm. any sense next year, but I wouldn't agree with uh, getting just like 
you know, a veteran guy for a one or two year contract. I think if Dansby goes, like you're losing a cornerstone guy pretty mm-hmm. much in face of the franchise. Yeah. I think you got to replace him with another face of the franchise. And when you look at the two, well, especially one, but potentially another, more than likely another shortstops on the market, or there's actually three. Um, in Trey Turner is going to be a free agent next year. Mm-hmm. Um, the Dodgers might resign him before them, but if not, then he's going to be free agent. He's basically one of the best shortstops in the league. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah he's, he's try to long. sign him to a longer year contract. Um, Tim Anderson either has an option or he's a free agent starting mm. next year. Um, that's another option. And then Xander Bogarts has a player option for next year but has been pretty disgruntled with how the clubhouse has like, or the, the front office has handled yeah. their, like their, the Red Sox trading was just didn't make any sense. Oh yeah. I think the Trevor story thing just made that a very muddy situation as well. So what was that? Like Trevor oh, story. Just throw yeah. In, just throwing uh, Trevor yeah. story in there. Uh, well, I don't know if he cares as much about that, but more just like the direction that the clubhouse mm-hmm. or like the, yeah also also the red sox correct me if i'm wrong uh they have uh marcelo mayer who's like a top 10 prospect and he's a shortstop so there's a there's a good chance um that yeah they call him up don't yeah sign him too yeah Um, because i i think this guy's gonna be a stud um yeah yeah i really feel like xander's gonna opt out of his contract um and if you don't if you don't sign Dansby, like you're really honestly getting a better player. Like Dansby's having a great year right now. Dude, and... speak, speaking of Dansby having a great year, three run bomb just now. We're up. Yeah, we're up by one. <laughs> he, he just hit one 418 feet. Uh, yeah. Let me get back to talking about how uh, he isn't as good as other people, though. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Dude, um, no, let's fucking go. That's huge. Is it is it like seventh or eighth? Uh, it's the top of the seventh. But yeah, nice. two two strike, two out, um, three run home run. My mom just sent me a text that said "Yay Swanson." Yeah, there it is. <laughs> there it is. Um, Woo. but uh, yeah, I mean, I Danes was having a great year, and like, I don't think he wants to go. I think a lot of you know, not most of the fans don't want him to go either. Mm-hmm. Um, and like. If I'm just thinking, like, outside of the clubhouse, outside of faces of franchise, if I were just, like, a complete business person or, like, analytical or whatever, I'd be like, don't re-sign him. Let's try to re-sign Trey or Xander or Tim Anderson yeah. um, because they, over the last several years, have been better than he is. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so if, if, anyway, if you didn't sign, re-sign Dansby, you'd have to get one of those guys and then Grissom, basically throw him wherever you can. Um mm-hmm. But yeah, that's that's my my idea. A lot of not a lot, but I've had a number of people DM me, and there's a lot of people. No, I guess I said a lot again, but a number of people mm-hmm. that are already just saying like, don't resign him, and uh, let's resign or let's sign Trey Turner. Um, Ideal uh, world, man. I, yeah, which, and, I, yeah. I mean, I would that'd be fine with. I, yeah, I wouldn't. I would. Be, but yeah, and I wouldn't mind taking Trey Turner from the Dodgers too. Oh, uh, also that. Uh, uh, but it just like <laughs> the the thing is like can you imagine Dansby playing anywhere else? No, God no. 
But then again, I I never imagined Freddie Freeman playing anywhere else. And yeah, but like we, turned out. when it was unfolding, and like we we're like, if we don't re-sign him, we know he's going to the Dodgers. And like there was a you know a bunch of other teams that were like, oh, they're like in on him. But everyone's like, if he doesn't sign with the Braves, he's going to the Dodgers. He's from L.A. Whatever. But like yeah. Dansby's from Atlanta. He's like from Marietta. He's he got drafted by the D-backs, obviously, but got traded here. Mm. Um, which Anthopolis has built a lot of his structure and mm. been able to be the puppet master that he is and signing these relatively small contracts. Yeah. Because he's getting a bunch of like homegrown dudes or guys from the southeast that have like. Mm wanted to be braves braves yeah like grown up braves fans and stuff like yeah the, if you look at what he's done like there was some guy that made a video about this like and i started to think about it for more and more of these players mm-hmm. um is uh that's it's like a bunch of these guys like colin McHugh. someone is as, as small as like colin McHugh too like he's from around marietta as well mm-hmm. and like he grew up a braves yeah. fan uh, Matt Olson. Matt Olson. Yeah. Austin Riley. Yeah. Andy Swanson. Uh, yeah, Ozzie yeah. Albies. Yeah. Well, Mike yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kenley Jansen. Also, um, yeah. Kenley's brother played for the Braves. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. And then Michael Harris. He's from mm-hmm. Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can just oh, go yeah. make trades to fill in and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, even uh, you know it's a bad example, but like Ozuna, he wasn't didn't grow up a Braves fan, but he was like desperate. To like have a, fran- a, a franchise and a, a fan base love him and like have a home and that's mm. like it's really sad looking back on it now. But he was mm. like talking about like oh this is my newfound home. Yeah. When he got re-signed, at, which yeah. he squandered that. Yeah, he fucked. Uh, I mean, yeah, he fucked up. And but yeah, even back then, dude, the whole like mix it up thing was just riding so high. Yeah. Uh, and like we, won the, you know, triple and, crown. Yeah, and like we we needed that energy during like the COVID season where there's no fans and like everything is so like social media based in terms of like fan interaction. Um, I feel like he just added to that a lot, and yeah, it's unfortunate how it's gone down. But but anyway, I mean, yeah, yeah like the way that Anthopolis has done all this is get guys that want to stay. Dansby's definitely one of those people. It's weird that the contract hasn't already like they haven't already re-signed him. Mm-hmm. That's concerning. It's it's very concerning. Um, I mean, he's he's but, he's definitely gonna test free agency. He's having a fucking lights out year. Well, um, I mean, he's he, Freddie Freeman should have been you know a great example for what's gonna happen if you want to test free agency. Then like Alex doesn't play. Yeah, he doesn't he's play he's around. not fucking around. Like, yeah, which is which is a good thing, uh, bit of a bad thing, you know, in terms of just like the personal relationships. But he's a good manager, and like he's gonna do what the organization needs to do. I mean, I, I would imagine that he wants to keep Dansby and he obviously wanted to keep Freddie. Um, but Freddie got convinced to go test out free agency and lost everything that he, you know, fucking raw emotion coming back to Atlanta. And there's Mm going to be at least some emotion pretty much every time he comes back. Um, but yeah. Um, Anyway, this is the last question. We're not going to talk about this very long because I don't really know who is saying this. Um, mm-hmm. But it said, why is everyone acting like Acuna is horrible? Um, my best answer for that is I don't really know who's saying that other than like, <laughs> uh, he hasn't, you know, the first half of this year he wasn't himself and mm-hmm. started out 
pretty well for like two weeks or so, and then, I mean, he he didn't deserve to have the most votes for the NL um, for the All Star game. Like he's had a fairly for him a fairly mediocre year, but he's yeah. starting to be you know the guy again. Um, but he's just still it's gonna take him. He's I don't know how long that injury stuff is gonna kind of just keep coming like getting him down and whatever but he's just uh down a lot more than he needs to be mm. I mean, he needs to be but like well obviously you know he's a guy that should be playing every day and he's playing like 70 percent of the time mm. um i'm expecting next year he should be back to like full speed and whatever but mm. he's just been seeming kind of 90 percent this whole year yeah, when he's been good. Yeah, I think it's just tough to bounce back from like an injury like that. It's definitely a little traumatic. Uh, but he, I mean, he's he's been solid. And like, what's fortunate is we aren't relying on him, which I think is yeah. like I remember last year during the month of April, he was like literally carrying the team and like you basically just, the whole first half of the season. Yeah, literally, yeah, pretty much the entire first half until the injury. Um, and it's kind of a I think this season he has taken a bit of a step back. Um, but that's also because you have guys like Michael Harris and Von Grissom and Strider that are just like, just kind like spot, stating. like, yeah, spotlights like completely on them. And I wonder if that's kind of getting too psyche a little, but um, I doubt yeah. it. I mean, everyone has their moment in the sun and like Acuna is still the guy in Atlanta. Like he's just going to have yeah. to share the stage with, with some more people. Yeah. And I mean, he loves winning. So yeah, that's true. He's uh, getting acclimated to not being the only guy now. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, I guess we're gonna go watch the rest of this uh this game. Hopefully yeah, it's gonna sweat it out. <laughs> yeah, this is gonna be a sweat <laughs> this is gonna be a sweaty ass game. I, I we need to get at least one more run on the board. I can't see Kenley out there again. Like he's yeah. probably still a little bit rattled. Um but yeah. Yeah, definitely uh... keep sending in uh we'll do questions again next week. Um the rest of the season, there's not many interesting series to go yeah. off of, so it's really just going to be watching the numbers, like the games back, and uh, Mariners, Mariners, Mariners series will be interesting, and a couple of Phillies, and then we got the Mets series. Mm. But the rest of them are going to be pretty boring, yeah. I would imagine. No, but, well, not, nothing to shake a stick at, but that's, uh, yeah, let's uh, finish this Cardinals game out. Definitely going to be a tough one, but... Uh, Thank God for Dansby Swanson. Yeah. Let's yeah. try to re-sign him. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right. All right. See y'all. See you next.